Hello and welcome to another edition of 99 Questions. I am your host, Bob Buell. This is, of course, an oddly numbered interview show where we ask all sorts of interesting people interesting questions. And join with me this week. Well, you might know him from game trailers, formerly. You might know him from Easy Allies. You might know him from just, I don't know, being in the video game industry for, uh, you know, a good chunk of time here. Daniel Bloodworth. Daniel, how are you today? Doing all right. Hello, hello, hello. Start. It's one of those weird, it's like a Monday, but it's also like, you know, a legal holiday. And yeah. so you're never sure who's actually going to be sending you emails or not. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those where like, am I technically off of work? Yes. Should I probably still check my inbox? Also, yes. <laughs> so uh, we're riding that line. Uh, but hey, uh, I really appreciate you being on the show here. Um but uh, before we dive into the questions, who knows how many there could be? Uh, we got a quick, uh, couple quick ground rules, terms and conditions, if you will, to go through. Like ground rule number one: take as much time or as little time as you need to answer the question. If a yes or no suffice, give me a yes or no. If a short story about your life helps us get a better understanding, I want to hear that story. Uh, ground rule number two: this is not a Wolf Blitzer interview. I don't even know if Wolf Blitzer is the most current uh, reference point for that uh, there, but I think you know what I'm getting at here. This isn't exactly a hard-hitting interview, but if you want to pass over anything, we can pass. No judgment, no worries. And grand rule number three, despite the name of the show being 99 questions, I might throw one in off the cuff. I might ask you a follow-up. Some of these, by the syntax of the English language, are not questions. They're just words I put a question mark at the end of. But we try not to get bogged down in that too much. Uh, so the first of those non-counting questions, Daniel, are you ready? I'm never ready. So this is this is my <laughs> this is my Achilles heel. Point uh -huh. blank questions. Oh, boy. I, you know, I could know the answer like the back of my hand. As soon as you ask that question, it's just gone. Oh. Uh, so <laughs> well, this is gonna be interesting, isn't it? <laughs> uh, question number one: What's the perfect breakfast? The perfect breakfast. Um, if you could stomach it, I suppose you could throw all kinds of things in there. Um, if 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 you have enough <laughs> enough room, <laughs> uh, I'm always a fan of an omelet. Mm. I, I love a, a good big omelet with you know meat and cheese and veggies all up in there. Oh, um, yeah. uh, chicken fried steak. I like mm. some of that. Um, and then uh, biscuits and gravy, I think, as well. That is not too shabby. I don't know what you're going to be doing the rest of that day if that is your full <laughs> breakfast, but I like it. Uh, question number two. Who's the coolest dude? The coolest dude? Mm -hmm. We get to the hard-hitting <laughs> ones earlier. <laughs> oh, wow. I guess what comes to mind is like, Tom Cruise, like, like growing up, that was always the coolest dude. Yeah, yeah. That was even with with Top Gun or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Are there uh, one of the Corys, right, or Christian Slater? Ooh, yeah, yeah. Whoever was cool in like 1987 or something is still the coolest person in my brain. Like <laughs> they're they're embossed forever. Is that? Uh, question number three: steak, chicken, or fish? Oh, uh, steak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that seems like a layup. 
you've got a choice and it's good, then yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, question four: Best gift you've ever gotten? Oh no! Yeah, this is where they get hard. Because <laughs> <laughs> they there will be some amazing thing. I'm sure. I'm sure that I've I've forgotten. But it, okay, gift is weird because gift. Yeah, because there's a couple of different angles. Man, I think my brother is probably the one that off off most often. <laughs> he might be the winner here. <laughs> um, because my brother, I believe. Uh, got me my N64. Ooh. I, my brother, I believe, got me F-Zero. My brother got me my first car. And my brother also, uh, after dragging me to uh, the drop zone weekend after weekend, paid for me to skydive on my 18th birthday. All right. We got we, we to gotta stop the votes here. I think he takes it on this one. That's, <laughs> that's spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> uh question five flip the script best gift you've ever given oh no that's hard that's harder mm-hmm. what have i given <laughs> uh one of my old uh co-workers uh who was the founder of uh nintendo world report billy berghammer mm. um he was is big in collections right he, he was buying every game boy advance that existed all these crazy Japanese colors. Uh, and he also had all these N64 controllers. I I somehow had lucked out and bought uh, this silver and black N64 controller from uh, Nintendo Power. It was like a shoe. It was like, a, you know, millennium kind of thing. Uh, they had only made a thousand of them. Oh, wow. uh, and uh since he was collecting them i i gave gave him uh that that controller wow. uh, and i don't remember what the occasion was i don't know if that was a birthday or or just because i found out he was collecting him or what that's incredible i've never even seen a picture of this that's uh that's got to be pretty rare yeah it's called the it is called millennium 2000 or something like that yeah wow very cool uh question 6 what do you want to do for a living when you were a kid? Yeah, I'd, I mean, it definitely bounced around a bunch of different things. But um, the one that I, I tend to remember, because it's kind of funny, because I just didn't even know, like, I had the wrong name for it. But it was like, because I watched The Netty Professor when I was little, uh-huh. I wanted to be a professor <laughs> in my head. But what I really, what I was really thinking of was like an inventor. I got gotcha. he invented the flubber and all the stuff, you know, which is a more apt title. I think nutty professor <laughs> just rolls off the tongue a little better. So they went with that, but mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. <laughs> just <laughs> inventor nutty or otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question seven. What's the largest animal you can beat in a fight? <laughs> Maybe like a sheep. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right it could all still right. be pretty tough but bring uh... them out boys we got a sheep behind you we got... <laughs> let's see this fight go down we, we got a lot probably of money at least like jump on it and, and knock it to the ground <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel like getting like a sleeper hold on a sheep can't be that tough you know mm-hmm. like i i believe in you i i i i, I, I take your betting odds on this uh question eight who's someone you look up to I feel like I've given this answer before in, in various ways, but um, 
and I want to keep it. As, uh, if, I know I'll get to some personal stuff later, but I try to want to go with people that someone might be familiar with. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, Chris Kohler, I don't know if you're familiar with him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, he's been in the industry a long time. I've known him for almost the entirety of, you know, my professional side of the industry when we were both just doing fan sites or whatever. And and just to, you know, see everything that he's done over the years from heading up Wired to his Totaku stuff, to his Curry blogs, to, you know, uh, writing books and now being at Digital Eclipse and doing all that. Yeah. yeah. Always, always been a cool guy. Great choice. Great choice. And super friendly. Oh, nice. Uh, question nine. First album you bought with your own money? With your own money? So that's tricky because, like, I don't know for sure if I bought my own money or if I just asked for it and got it. Mm. The two that are in my head that I can remember the cassette cases for, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie soundtrack. Excellent choice. And uh, Janet Jackson, uh, Rhythm Nation. Ooh, okay. You know what? Whether it's gold and silver or silver and gold, I don't know who's winning <laughs> that, but that's a that's a strong pairing there. Uh, question 10. What's your go-to karaoke song? So I don't do karaoke a lot. Enough to have a go-to for sure. Um, it, might, it might be more than 10 years since I've actually had it. <laughs> Fair, fair. Um, uh, but we have to sometimes on the podcast. Uh, the, there's a tradition of like towards the end of the year, there's a situation that ends up happening where you kind of have to sing out a thing, mm -hmm. um, and it's surprise people with it. Uh, so yeah, I guess I'll pick one of those because I think maybe I would do it at karaoke as well. But uh, 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 carry on, my wayward son. I think that that's a good one. That's a crowd pleaser. Oh yeah. I'm just doing all this stuff from when I'm a kid. It's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> uh, question 11. Last song you listened to? You got me in a weird week because I've been listening to a heck of a lot. Um, other than just like whatever was on the radio, but I don't know what the name <laughs> of it would have been. Yeah, well, that's the thing too. It's like, yeah, like listening to is an intentional thing because I do put the radio on mostly when I'm driving. Mm. Um and I hear cool stuff and weird stuff, but these days I don't end up following up on a lot of it. Fair. I yeah. Just enjoy yeah. it in the moment. <laughs> um well, we'll just say the the Dark Tide soundtrack. Cause that's 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 recent enough. <laughs> it's a very solid choice. Uh question twelve. What's a band or musical artist you want to hear more from? Yeah, well, my, my favorite band is one that very few people will recognize, um, and they have stopped making music for quite some time, but it would be great for them to do it again, uh, is uh, they're they're called Staves Acre. Um, hmm. Hard rock. I'm familiar. Yeah. Very emotional, very deep, personal lyrics, and uh, yeah. Again, loved them as a teenager, uh, got to know them as an adult, um, and now they're split off to all kinds of different places um and yeah the bassist now is uh he works with the zach brown band uh, oh. i don't know exactly his role um but yeah and then um the drummer uh he also like edits video and stuff 
Oh, and now like, yeah, he's got kids that are in bands. So, so it's like, <laughs> is there anything that makes you feel older than the people you looked up to as kids now having their <laughs> second generation in music? Like, it makes me want to turn to dust. Like, <laughs> but uh, he had actually, um, yeah, he is a video editor, and I'm, I'm not sure exactly what he's doing, like full time nowadays. But, uh, but I had, you know, the the opportunity and the gumption one year. It was like, we needed editors for E3 a game trailers, so I oh. Hit him up. He's like, "Hey, you want to come in and work for you know a week?" And he came in, and so that's so cool. The drummer of my favorite band, editing for Game Trailers, <laughs> living the dream, living the dream. <laughs> uh, question, question thirteen: a song that brings the most emotion out of you. Uh, okay, so we'll have to stick with the same band. Uh, at the moment, from their first album, one of the first things I ever heard. But yeah, again, very deep, personal, um, and uh, just, you know, at the, you know, yeah, at the end of your rope, not knowing what's coming next in life, kind of one of those songs. Yeah. Uh, question 14. What's your favorite music video? Ooh. Yeah, this is one of those things to where it's like, if you flashed a hundred of them in front of me, then I would probably find the right one. And instead, it's just going to be whatever comes to the top of my head because <laughs> it's been brought up more recently. But so, yeah, like, because I don't even know if it's my favorite. Like, I don't even know if I knew about it when it came out. But like the um, the take on me with the like whole the comic book aesthetic yeah. or whatever was going a on. Hand drawn movement deal. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Sledgehammer was another one that was like when I was when Ooh. I was actually a kid that it, but I don't even really remember anything about it other than it was on all the time. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Uh, 15, you got a million dollars, but you have to donate it all to charity. What charity is it going to? To one charity? Yeah, you know, I used to be stricter. I'm, a, I'm up to episode like 70 something. Around like episode 10, I was like, it's got to be one charity. Now I'm like, Listen, man, there's so many things in the world. You can split it up if you want. I'm not I'm not gonna be mad at you. <laughs> uh, I used to work for uh the Union Rescue Mission, uh downtown LA. Oh, wow. Um so I might I might I might pay it back there a little bit. <laughs> and I do believe in you know, it's like that's the thing, it's like I I believe in their work. I know you know the people that are there, you know, it's like it's yeah. like the amount of trust there, you know, is a little bit higher than you know, somebody that's just got a big name. So I yeah, like and, it. And that, uh, you know, homelessness is something we always struggle with here. So absolutely. Uh, question 16, favorite holiday. Oh, fa- yeah, it's Christmas. Like there's a, it's a no, that's a no contest one for me. I know some <laughs> other people like they get Halloween in there, but I'm not, not as big on Halloween. It's it's got to be neck and neck. If I tallied it up between Christmas and <laughs> Halloween, who's winning that question? It, it's got to be so close. Uh, I think Arbor Day still sitting at one vote. Uh, but <laughs> uh, seventeen. What's your go-to drink when you walk into a coffee shop? Oh, uh, a go-to, yeah, uh, just a regular mocha, I suppose. Yeah. Bad. Eighteen. Now, this is a biggie. Spell the word gray. 
Um, G R A Y. Wow. Definitively team A Y. The line in the sand has been drawn. <laughs> uh, question 19. What's your prized possession? If I'm thinking of like what I would make sure I grab if I were the house were on fire or something, I would probably grab my dad's hat. Because we mm. don't have a lot of mementos of him. So I love that. Yeah. Uh question twenty. Are you competitive? No, not really. <laughs> not really. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Question twenty one. Do you consider golf a sport? Yeah, that's that's actually funny to me that the, <laughs> there's enough of a faction to say no. Like AYUI with gray, it's uh, there's a there's a dividing line in the sand, and golf somehow falls on that line. <laughs> uh, twenty two. Have you ever played any sports? Yeah, I mean, I think we all have growing up to some extent. Um, but yeah, I when I was younger, like I did soccer and little league for a little bit, um, and then. I played not on like a school team or anything, but I played a fair amount of basketball just with friends uh, in high school and a little bit after. Uh, not really much as an adult. Gotcha. But uh, yeah. Uh, 23. Favorite sport to watch? Probably still basketball, but I haven't. I haven't. You know, it's like it's like one of those things it's like, man, I haven't really for a fair number of years. Um, but yeah. I do do enjoy basketball. Nice. Uh, we had a really fantastic um, girls basketball team uh, when I was in high school. Uh, a lot of my friends were in, and they went to state and everything. Oh wow! Very cool. Yeah. Uh, Twenty four theme parks. <laughs> Just <a> question. This <laughs> um, is explained up top. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> I I enjoy them. Um, I'm not I'm not the diehard get the yearly pass kind of person. Um, like once I've been to one, like I'm fine with not going back to that same park for another ten years or so. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I think over the years, just having learned to like try not to stress out about trying to do every stupid little thing that's in the thing in one day. So, uh, cause that just makes you miserable. Yeah. So just hang out and <laughs> do what you get to do. That is, that is the key. Truly. You, you can't have like a, a, a schedule to be like, we have to be here by eight twenty. We have to be here by nine fifteen. We have to be like, all right, maybe yeah. just, Maybe just bounce around a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm also not spending any extra on your whatever fast passes and stuff like that. <laughs> Which always just, every single time you buy one of those, you're just in a different line with different people who also spent the same amount of money that you did. <laughs> so to me, it's just like, what? I don't I don't know. I don't understand it, but. It is pretty brilliant, though, if you manage to get to one when there, there isn't a crazy crowd. Mm. and it's just sort of wide open and it's like yeah you just do what you want to do yeah i i've been to disney once in my life and it was we went in january 
Mm-hmm. So it was maximum five minute line anywhere I went, anywhere, like pick it, choose it, five minute line. And then I talked to people who go during the summer and they were like, oh, we lucked out. It was only a 90 minute wait. I was like, what? <laughs> you're just standing there for an hour and a half. All right. Hey, what power to you? Um, question 25 dubbed the Ron Bennington after famous radio personality. You're standing in a wrestling ring and a wave of nine-year-olds, a random mix of boys and girls are coming down to that ring to fight you. How many nine-year-olds could you beat in this fight? (laughs) We don't even know how many there are. They just just keep coming. That's the question. So it's, it's a solid wave of, of X. And you feel confident taking on X, but X plus one, and you're you're probably going to lose. Okay, okay. I think that stamina would be the main. Well, we might, are they going in turn, or are they working together? They can team up as much as a standard pack of nine-year-olds would normally team up. <laughs> so probably not much. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, because I feel like I could maybe take on, like, three at a time. But if they start pulling on you more than that, if they're all... (laughs) (laughs) If they had a a scheduled meeting in the back to discuss strategy, it might be worse for you. But, yeah, they're they're just... uh... They're all grabbing different limbs and dragging you to the ground, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Four, yeah, maybe, yeah, five might be the limit there. They try to pin you down. (laughs) I think that... Again, you only have so many limbs to fight them off. I I hear you. Uh, question 26. What's a game you know you can win? A game you know you can win? Mm-hmm. This is a competitive question again. I was I was like picturing this as a uh, a devil came down to Georgia-esque scenario where if you had to you had to bet your soul on the one the one game, whatever it may be. Which one oh, do you my. feel most confident in? I mean, I would, off the top of my head, I would say F zero, but there's always that chance that you just <laughs> hit or jump wrong and blow up your car. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the that's the the knee jerk reaction, I suppose. Hey, I like it. I like it. Uh, twenty seven. What topic can you discuss the most? Well, I, I, broadly, video games, I'm sure. <laughs> Seems like a slam dunk there, yeah. Yeah. You're slightly more specific. I, I guess, you know, I could get deeper into Nintendo than than the rest. Hmm. Uh, 28. Favorite place you visited? I guess I, I just broadly, yeah, I'll go with, the, with South Africa. Uh, oh, wow. It is, yeah, it is really cool to be out there in the wild with <laughs> big crazy animals <laughs> and there for there's just to be poop everywhere there's just poop it's constant <laughs> poop there's gazelle poop there's hippo poop there's rhino poop there's just um but to me that's almost like yes there are but that means that there are gazelle and hippos and all yeah, those yeah. things just like yeah just around i mean it's just you know walk up to the camp and look in and say hey what's happening over here you know <laughs> That is wild. That is so cool. Uh, 29. What's your catchphrase? Uh, We'll see you before the next blood moon rises. 
that yep that, the literal thing judges. that we do in our podcast is we have a closing catch <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a that's a unanimous yes on that one <laughs> uh question 30 what's the best costume or cosplay you ever wore oh oh there's gonna be something else that i've done re- recently but the one so pro- it's probably not the best it's still so funny i did a, a death stranding uh yes, where i, I like, remember this <laughs> yeah i i got like a water bottle and i like cut it off the top and put a baby doll inside <laughs> of it the rest of the costume didn't matter as long as i got that just kind of strapped across your chest if i remember right like yeah <laughs> It's real good. Yeah, real just good. got like a raincoat to go with it. Yeah. <laughs> Norman Reedus would be proud. Uh, question 31. Have you ever had anything named after you? Oh, wait. Rewind. The best, oh. though. Oh, oh the best. Oh. Now I remember it. it was the uh, the Dark Souls one. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but sure so this was back 2017 or something like that uh but i lost a bet with brad uh and because i hadn't played dark souls 3 yet i had to do a full playthrough of dark souls 3 including all the dlc massive game which gets rough yeah some of the dlc is very punishing and then um initially the whole thing was supposed to be in cosplay and that was just like that's just too much it's crazy so i like negotiated it down to like the first stream and the last stream and I had to be cosplayed as a character from Dark Souls. Um, and I picked Laddersmith Gilligan, <laughs> who is in Dark Souls 2. With and builds giant... ladders for you. Going down the big well, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I ordered an actual like little wooden ladder from Etsy. And I went to mm-hmm. like not just like a regular like Spirit Halloween or whatever. I went to like a professional costume shop for like theater and stuff. And and rented like leather things and bits of armor and all that kind of thing, as well as having like a big old, like dwarven style beard and all of that. Uh, and there's there's wow. there's definitely pictures and and the the streams themselves. If if anyone wants to go check that out, but in terms of quality and detail, like I couldn't be prouder of a costume. Like that that's probably going to be the all timer forever. <laughs> Ladder Smith Gilligan, amazing amazing um okay so where were we uh somewhere among here here we go uh 31 have you ever had anything named after you uh yeah uh i don't i don't know if you're familiar with this uh we're in uncharted 4 what (laughs) me kyle and huber are masks in uncharted 4 multiplayer you can put on this little stone mask that has the, um, the impression of our face on it, and each one of them are named after us as well. How did I never hear of this? This is incredible. Yeah, it came out like a year ish so after the game released. So the game came out. Uh, Easy Allies had formed not too long before that. Hmm. Uh, and then the game came out, and then, like, while everyone, well, most of the studio was still kind of on break or whatever. They invited us to stream at their studio. Um, and we did some multiplayer streams and stuff like that. And then they're like, hey, 
you guys want to get your face scanned? And we're like, okay. And had no idea what that meant or what would happen with it. And then like a year later, like they just basically dropped them into the multiplayer as, as one of the cosmetics. Wow. That, <laughs> that is so cool. You're, you're just in there forever or until they shut the servers off. <laughs> or yeah, I don't know. They could patch them out. I don't know. <laughs> they could patch them out. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, very cool. Very, very cool. Um, 32. Hobby, you've dedicated the most time to. Um, video games or writing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> very on brand. Very on brand. Yeah. Uh, 33. Who's a celebrity you've had a crush on? Uh, we'll, we'll keep it. Uh, yeah. We'll, well, I mean, I don't even know if there has been any that, that since I've grown up anyways. But um, yeah, so it'd be a kid's thing regardless. But Punky Brewster. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Soleil something. I, I'm forgetting her actual name yeah. right now. But yes. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, is, as a kid, it was no, it's very specifically. It was Punky Brewster. It so. was. <laughs> I knew the actor's name, but it, <laughs> it was Punky Brewster specifically. Yeah. Very I nice. didn't have any a, any idea what she did outside of that TV show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, thirty-four. What's the strangest job you ever had? Because huh, it's it's odd because it's like, are any of them actually particularly strange? Because like I did a couple of like those like I needed some quick cash to like go on a trip or whatever, so I like did the like day laborer things, right? Mm. And so I guess okay, strange in that it's a strange story. Um, <laughs> so they sent me out to this job site. They gave me a guy's name or whatever. Um, and then I, you know, and I don't think they even specifically told me what I would be doing. But I go there and I was asking, and then. This guy was like, oh, okay. You know, they said, you know, someone sent you to come work with us. And so I spent the whole day um, installing like insulation, you know, like the puppy pink pink fiberglass stuff, just like putting it up into the ceiling or whatever. Yeah. And it was kind of miserable. You had to wear a mask and like, you know, get all that like itchy stuff all over the place. Yeah. Not great to touch. Um, And then. I get back to because the way the day laborer stuff works is it's like you get paid by the agency, right? And so you go to the job site, you do the job, and then you go back to the agency at the end of the day and they give you your check. Mm-hmm. I go there at the end of the day and they're like, Where were you? They said you never showed up. And so, and you know, I like have a like a coach, like as an adult, I know this now, but as a kid, I had no idea. I wasn't really a kid, but you know, 16, 17, something like that. Yeah. Uh, maybe 18. Uh, but anyways, but at a job site, they have all kinds of different people, different companies, crews working that. And so the crew that I was supposed to work for was not the crew that just took advantage of getting the free labor <laughs> out of me. So probably on the other side of whatever this building was, was a crew yeah. that was like, well, somebody didn't show up. And then on the front side, they were like, we got extra help. <laughs> no need to question it. <laughs> yeah. So who knows what I was actually supposed to be doing? It was not s- installing insulation. 
but what was even what was even funnier is my brain was aware of it but did not put two and two together but while i was eating lunch just sitting out in front of the building somewhere i overheard somebody talking about a guy not showing up <laughs> and i just didn't even think of it until the end of that day uh couldn't, couldn't possibly be me i'm right here i'm <laughs> I'm halfway through this insulation job. And of course, the agency is like, well, we obviously you've worked. They could tell just from looking at me, uh, but we don't have a contract with these guys. And like, now they got to go like chase them down for their money. Oh my God. What a mess. (laughs) That's good. But it's not my problem. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) If I come back the next day, because I think I did come back the next day or, or, because I would like did like two or three, maybe four of those different jobs for a week just to get money for a trip. Yeah. And then like the next day I was like laying sod off somewhere. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Wow. Uh, 35. A book you'd recommend the world to read. Oh, well, the Lord of the Rings. Mm. Read, read the actual thing. The, the movies are fantastic, but read read the actual thing for sure. Uh, 36, a movie that always makes you laugh. Oh, that always makes me laugh. Um, the thing that just popped in my head is, uh, Elf. Ooh, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, yeah. Like, I don't love every one of his movies, but that one to me is just like, it just, it just hit. It just hit on every, every level that I could watch it over and over. I just love Bob Newhart in that movie. For some <laughs> reason, his, his little role in the beginning and end just like, it just is so heartwarming. I don't know. There's something great about him in that. Uh, 37. What's the worst movie you've ever seen? Oh. Hmm. It's not coming to mind. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's something so bad it's been blocked already. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know off the top of my head. Don't all know. Right. All don't good. Know. All good. A lot of things I could throw some shade at, but I don't know. <laughs> Worst of all time is a is a pretty deep title. <laughs> yeah. Uh 30, 38. Who's your favorite actor or actress? I don't know if I could pin favorite, but you know, again, just things that pop in my head in the moment. Um mm. I have definitely um enjoyed uh olivia coleman and the things that i've seen her in mm. um, and she can be both dramatic and very good dry humor as well yeah i think that's an excellent choice honestly uh 39 how cool was it in jurassic park when the raptors were running through the kitchen oh very cool <laughs> very <Correct>. cool oh <laughs> yeah Oh, yeah, you want to talk, I mean, it's still probably not worse, but Jurassic Park 3, <laughs> just like, wow, not what went great. wrong here? Yeah. <laughs> I could see, I could see the inklings of the good ideas in there, but execution leaves, leaves a lot to be desired. Uh, question 40, first show as a kid you got really into? Oh, it's, uh, it's He-Man and the Masters of the Universe for sure. Mm. Yep. Not bad. Absolutely had to be into that every time. Yep. I I had a uh 
a, I wouldn't call it an argument, but a heated debate with a fellow coworker of mine recently, two full-grown adults, on whether He-Man or Thundercats was better. I I took the the mantle of Thundercats, and he took the mantle of He-Man, and it was uh, it was it was a little embarrassing, but also pretty proud of myself after that. <laughs> True full-grown adults to have that debate uh, while at work. Uh, I I enjoyed that quite a bit. Yeah, and it's that's one of those few things that I've sort of just like I appreciate, but but also basically you're sort of left in the past, you know. Mm. Like I haven't gone back and really watched that show as an adult, yeah. you know. Um, and I've never like really gotten into any like I haven't watched like the Netflix reimagining or any of that sort of thing, you know. It's like once they the first time that they sort of like did a full reset. Do you remember when like they had like the He-Man that was sort of like a space cowboy or whatever the weird nonsense they did in like oh boy. either late eighties or early nineties? Was that uh, after the movie? Yeah. Oh, they did a full the... reset on the toys. I don't even remember that. No. Yeah, and I was just like, "All right, well, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I don't, I don't care about any of this stuff." So that's fair. Um, but I still think that like. You know, whether the the story, quote unquote, was good or not, like, I think they did just a fantastic job of like that group of characters, like all the cool little toys and things that they made out of all of that. Oh, yeah. No, agreed. Uh, 41. Who should play you in a movie of your life? Uh, hmm. Doug Jones, he's the. Creature guy, right? <laughs> he's going to build a Muppet of some sort. <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> just, you know, he's got the he's got the body type, at least. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. <laughs> uh, 42. Who's the biggest celebrity you've ever met in person? Because it's like. To whose definition, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. Because I've, you know, definitely met Miyamoto, which in the gaming space is as big as celebrity gets, really. True. But I'm sure for uh, the average person walking by the street, it's like, who? <laughs> right. Um, various actors that I've just run into for one thing or another. Uh, just living in L.A. or working at game trailers and Viacom and all that kind of thing. Mm. Um, but I can't even like think of who, and then like, I, you know, whatever tons of bands and things like that too, that I've been around. But like, a lot, like even like I was saying, when we were talking about music earlier, like a lot of the bands that I've met and gotten to know is like people they know is that I heard of. So <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like this might go to Miyamoto then. And might go to Miyamoto. It might go to Miyamoto uh, for stuff off the top of my head. Yeah. Hey, still fantastic. Uh, 43 TV show or podcast that you love, but you don't think anyone else knows about. They only did like two seasons and then it got a whole bunch of scandal or whatever around it. But uh, uh, Dirk Gently, I don't know if you've heard of that. No, I don't think I have. I want to say that it's based on the same... Uh, the author that did um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, and so just that same kind of like 
what the heck is going on bizarre humor uh and i feel like they really they, they nailed the tone uh in that series interesting huh dirk gently yeah hmm. it's like that's the partial title this is like a longer oh i like, got you know like elaborate like dirk gently's holistic detective agency or something like that <laughs> um but i do think it's on hulu or something now at this point oh. but it was originally like bbc interesting uh 44 favorite comedian oof it's hard because it's like i don't know <laughs> like i know who it was but then it's also like ah, things happen you know and yeah so, <laughs> yeah so it's like so i don't know if i have a replacement <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I guess it, you know, if it hadn't been for all the stuff that had happened in his personal life, it would have been Cosby for sure. Mm. But, yeah. It it truly is. Yeah. Uh 45. Best Saturday Night Live cast member. Yeah, this is one where I might. It's interesting because it like some of the guys, um, uh, like like Bill Murray or whatever that I, you know, I think of like I don't really know them from their Saturday Night Live days, you know? Yeah. But then, Will Ferrell, I guess I, I do a bit. But it's weird, because my Saturday Night Live has never been like, like, I've had, like, periods, but I've never, like, consistently kept up with it. And so, like, now in particular, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with Will Ferrell, I guess. 46. What's the nerdiest thing you've done? Oh, wow. <laughs> it's like there's probably a million of those things with easy allies in particular we've done this what's funny is i get dragged into these things that i don't even know anything about <laughs> we did a magic tournament i don't know anything about magic and like the pokemon tournament i don't know anything about pokemon cards <laughs> and pogs tournament like i guess i had a couple i didn't know what they were for when i was a kid <laughs> Yeah, um, collected the slammers because they were holographic, but I had no idea how to actually play that kind of deal. Yeah, but nerdiest overall. Well, I guess yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't know if this is nerdiest thing ever, but um, necessarily. But I would. I one of these. We'll do. We'll do a. <laughs> this is this is like a small personal moment or whatever, right? Okay. Okay. So, um, when I was a kid, I collected these like these animal cards. I don't, I don't, I don't know if they still do this kind of thing or whatever. So they had like collectible cards of like animals and dinosaurs and stuff. Hmm. Um, okay. And they would basically they would have a photograph on there, um, and then the back of it would have you know like descriptions, and then it would have like all of the genus and species and what regions and all the stuff that it would live in right yeah and as a kid you would it was like a subscription kind of thing so you would get like a pack of cards every month or whatever and i would keep that thing um alphabetized in an order or whatever okay and then you know as an adult that stays in my mom's house or whatever and then she babysits kids all the time and, and takes care of kids and stuff and then 
I come in like literally like this past year or the year before and look at the box and it's like all all disorganized. So the first thing that I'm doing on my Christmas <laughs> vacation is going through and alphabetizing kid animal cards. <laughs> <laughs> put them back in alphabetical order and then also noticing it's like oh look there's like they show you that there's there's other there's other organ you could organize them this way or you could organize them that way too <laughs> not just alphabetizing them i would say that qualifies i'd say that <laughs> qualifies <laughs> but i get it i i totally get it uh question 47 least favorite state Okay, so this may be unfair because it might be better now. Um, Arkansas, when I was on the road and I was traveling, going back and forth, touring with bands and stuff, their highways, for whatever reason, they weren't like a, just a smooth driving over. Like They had like gaps. And so going through that entire state, it was like, that is awful <laughs> and when you're on the road it's like the van is also like your bedroom and so it's like you're just you're just strapped in trying to sleep and you're like oh arkansas you gotta get that together come on it may have been fixed 20 years ago i don't know uh 48 best thing you've ever won hmm well that going back to that n64 controller might be one of them mm, that, that's pretty good could be it's funny too because it's like it's one of those things i definitely got into more as a as a kid and a teenager like i was i was that guy who was like keeping track of time the like 30 days to call into the radio station mm. you know to win it's like i i would regularly win cds <laughs> or concert tickets or whatever oh yeah um not to anything big but uh um i would call in every every opportunity i could to try to win something on the radio because they would always do i don't know if they still do it even but it's always like yeah 10th caller wins free tickets yeah. or free cd i I've got signed DVDs. I've got signed CDs. Same same thing. Yeah. Yeah. But that N64 controller seems like potentially it could be it. Only a thousand of those things. Yeah. And a lot of people, I'm sure, sent in for that. I, I have to imagine. Yeah. Uh, question 49. Is there anything you've collected or had a collection of? Oh, yeah. Well, we we went over those animal cards. Um, <laughs> yep, I was yeah, I was collecting Nintendo powers. Um, mm. You know, uh, and then eventually stopped. But yeah, like uh, yeah, I had I had the subscription and kept it up. And I don't know if I I don't think I ever fully went through and got the back catalog orders. But like I did get some of those, like at those first issues and stuff. Um, and the hilarious thing is like yeah, again, it's like one of those things that I just kind of left at my my mom's place and it's probably not been <laughs> taken care of in any particular <laughs> way um just in a box in a shed somewhere that um, great claymation mario 2 cover just sitting somewhere yeah <laughs> um 
those He-Man toys were a thing I was collecting. I have quite a bit of those. Also just in a box in a shed somewhere. <laughs> uh, I do have a fair number of Amiibo. Mm. But I didn't ever have the attitude of, I'm going to try to get all of these. It was pretty clear right off the bat that that would make you a crazy person. <laughs> There's just so many. Even from the jump, there were too many. Like, Yeah, well, it was not just that there were so many, but the way that some of them were like distributed to where it's like, oh, you've got to get this one from GameStop, and you got to get this one from Best Buy, and this one's only an Amazon order, and I'm just like, uh, I can't. Like, no. <laughs> I'm going to walk into Target or Walmart and I'm going to look and see what's on the shelf. And if I like one of these and I've got 10 bucks or whatever, I'll buy it. Yeah. You know, or I would get, you know, it'd be an easy thing to ask for like a cheap Christmas present or whatever, you know. True. But, very true. Um, but even with that attitude, I've, I've ended up with a fair, fair number of them. Uh, question 50 dubbed the Ryan Davis and the last of the fighting questions, I swear. You're in a fight to the death with another person equal to your size. You're offered either an aluminum baseball bat or a six-inch non-serrated knife, knowing the weapon you don't choose goes to your opponent. Which do you choose, knife or bat? Yeah, I think I would get the knife. Even if I didn't actually use it, I would rather be hit with the bat. And You'd get be sprinting away with a knife. Which <laughs> <laughs> is a fair strategy, honestly. Well, gang, we are halfway through. That blood moon is not rising. It's You can barely see it on the horizon. Don't even worry about it. We have plenty more show with Daniel still to come but first let's pay some bills let's send a shout out to the people who do the wonderful music for this show like the song you're hearing right now from the mini vandals the song that's going to play us back from break from dj williams the opener from diala and the closing one from single friend and uh you know there's not much that you need to do to keep this show a running the train is on the track as they say it's gonna keep chug chug chugging along but if you want to share it with a friend if you want to give us a five-star review i'd I'd really appreciate that but let's get back to the show we got one more thing before we get back to the show something brand new something i'm very excited about it's the 99 questions hotline hotline sure that's what we're gonna go with I created a phone number for you to call. You can leave me a voicemail. If you have questions for me, if you have questions about the show, if you have questions for future guests, you can call in, leave a voicemail, and your voice might be the one actually asking the question live on the show. Well, not live. It's pre-recorded. But you know what I mean. I got the number right here. 732-592-9838. That spells out real wax vet that's right real wax vet like a veterinarian who's really made of wax i don't know all the good numbers are taken so this is the closest one i could get real wax vet one more time that's 732-592-9838 give it a call leave a message have a great day 
So, Daniel, uh, I know a lot of people uh, obviously know you from, from game trailers. I think a lot of people know you from Easy Allies more recently. I think uh, you've done a, a tremendous job, you and the team over there, of, of really harboring a fantastic community um, of, of people there. Uh, I've had Isla on the show previously, and I've told her the exact same thing. So you swear I'm not lying. <laughs> Make it up to you. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I, I will say, if I got to ask you one question, what do you know I, I kind of do here, um, is that a lot of the video game industry right now, I'm not going to say it's in flux, but it's it's in a very interesting state right now. It's not quite what anyone could have predicted about 10 years ago i would think um and 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 i mean this in in truly the highest regard is that i i kind of see you as one of the kind of elder statesmen of the video game (laughs) journalism world and and a lot of those other folks in that pantheon the the people at least that i read and and really looked up to growing up people like jeff gerstman people like uh andrew reiner um people like that like seem to be branching off into other realms here and and the the way that games journalism is right now where where do you see it going uh, potentially in the next couple of years oof yeah uh yeah it's it's interesting because like yeah if you look at like five or ten years ago it's like i would have thought yeah you know of you know of course in a way you know because um a lot of it i mean five years in particular is pr- fairly similar in terms of the things that there are but it is yeah it's also yeah it's always hard finding that like that balance between you know the the entertainment and the informative and you know and like being on camera constantly and versus you know how much time do you get to actually spend writing you know and that's you know it's like okay i want to write i want to tell people about weird little games that they haven't heard of before but everyone just wants to hear about the games they already like. <laughs> <laughs> and they want us to dance. Yes. Why do you want us to dance? I don't understand what you want me to sing. You want me to rap. I'm a writer, but okay. Yeah, you're a writer, but unless you sing and dance for us, uh, zero <laughs> views. <laughs> like, it's just, it's a very interesting point in, uh, in, in games journalism right now. Uh, but I, you know, I think at the same time, even though it's not been the side of things that I've really been a part of, it's it's interesting to see how in that same time frame, you know, you have gotten more of that like deep dive investigative side of things. You know, you have gotten, mm. you know, the no clip and um, Jason Schreier and um, yeah. you know even IGN doing a lot more stuff that's investigative without just being like hey look here's the you know you know assassin's creed leaked again (laughs) (laughs) uh so it's interesting it's interesting to see the different dimensions um of people really you know looking at this industry in different ways no absolutely and uh yeah, we we got so many more questions though. We we got to get to them here. But all I all uh, all I'll say is keep fighting the good fight. You you're doing a heck of a job over there. So, <laughs> uh, question fifty one. What's your phone wallpaper right now? Oh, my phone wallpaper is um, it's just a, it's a picture uh from our honeymoon, um, hmm. and uh, it's 
it was sunset and our shadows were going across the sand and so that's that's what it is that's real good shadows on pink sand (laughs) very nice uh 52 what's the last thing you googled i go to google will it show me I believe, yeah, if you just click it, it should show I you the last I believe that's couple. the last thing. No. Uh, but it's got a list, at least. I want to say it was Seaman 2. Oh. <laughs> well, this... Because somebody... Because we were talking about Sega uh, and this crazy Sega game uh, that Yoko Taro is working on where he's he's turning old... Their old Sega franchises are being turned into animal anime girls. Uh, and so that's right i did hear about that yes yeah um and so we were you know talking about which games you know they haven't announced yet could become characters and somebody brought up seaman and then a a a a comment was left and was like i'll be great if they brought back seaman be great to have a seaman too and i was like hold on buckle up there was a seaman 2 on playstation 2 in 2007 Really? I don't remember this at all. That's... It didn't come out in the U.S. It was only in Japan. Oh, my goodness. Like, we couldn't get Sega We couldn't get Seaman 2. <laughs> my goodness. We're missing out on all the, go- on all the gold there. Uh, <laughs> okay, at least that adds some context to that, that Google search. Uh, 53. Uh, you have to name your next pet without seeing them. What do you name them? scrappy (laughs) excellent excellent choice Uh, 54 what professional wrestler would you compare yourself to (laughs) oh wow yeah because that's not a thing I'm into at all Um, (laughs) so I don't know who even is it's funny because it's like I remember when we were kids in like Hulk Hogan had branded himself so much and had like all these cartoons and like movies and everything. Oh yeah. And it was like and so and then in, in like the wrestling lore it was like okay Hulk Hogan is the good guy and like Undertaker is like the bad guy and you know all this stuff and like and that like and then as an adult you look at Hulk Hogan and it's like man this guy's a weirdo. <laughs> Oh, 100%. (laughs) Like, every time he was, like, you know, cutting a promo to hype up his matches, it's just nonsense. It's just pure nonsense. Yeah. Oh, but wait. He got away from it pretty quickly, I think. But Mr. T was a wrestler at one point. Certainly I gotta go with Mr. T. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Main evented uh, WrestleMania 1, I believe. I don't, yeah, I don't know what other questions Mr. T could fit into, but we got to give props to Mr. T in this episode at some point. <laughs> the rest of these are going to be Mr. T based, so don't worry. They're, the next 40 are all. Fifty-five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's your comfort food on a bad day? I like a chicken corn chowder. Ooh. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna get a go-to canned soup, then get that chicken corn chowder. I like it. Uh, 56. Favorite smell? <laughs> Hot roast. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh. 
that's not bad that's especially like you get that in a slow cooker or something yeah. and it kind of permeates through the house a little bit that's uh that's a good one uh 57 best candy i do like me some sour patch kids mm. good stuff that's good that's good uh, 58 worst candy it may just be one of those like genetic things like cilantro or whatever but i just can't handle like straight up licorice candy uh, the the classic black licorice is like not for me i can oh. sort of handle it when it's in like a jelly bean or something mm. just to get through it oh <laughs> uh, there's one of these in the bag i guess i'll eat it yeah, yeah. It, but... <laughs> but yeah there's the full-on classic black licorice i'm like no yeah that's that's a rough one uh 59 what's a restaurant you'd recommend there's a local one here called black bear diner i've only been there a couple of times uh but he's got these like huge like uh wood carving uh like bears like out front and then like the motif inside is like all very very wood <laughs> um and then yeah the what exactly the kind of food you would expect in a place you know the, with that name is like just your classic you know fill you up kind of fair a lot of comfort food is what i'm imagining yeah, yeah. uh question 60 what's a food you've never eaten never eaten mm-hmm. i mean not that i'd want to but i've never eaten whale as far as i <laughs> As far as you know. <laughs> Maybe someone snuck it into a, a pot roast at one point, but probably not. Uh, 61. Strangest food that you have eaten. So back to the South Africa trip. Hmm. We went to some fancy restaurant. And again, this is one of these things that's not your typical definition of strange, but they had the, you know, on the menu, they had a game of the day. Ooh. And I don't know what it was. I, I don't, I don't, I, I think at one point I asked and they said the name of it and I still didn't, I, I'd never heard the word in my life. Interesting. So, <laughs> I'm sure it's some form of deer or gazelle or antelope. Or <laughs> oh, but I don't know. That's that's very cool. This miscellaneous mystery game. Uh, <laughs> uh, 62. What's a typical day off? What is a typical day off? That's that is <laughs> that is the question. <laughs> no, that's the answer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the, the typical day off is is me catching up on things that i haven't gotten to <laughs> that i can get to without uh people bugging me um but yeah i don't know I'll, I'll play out you know catch up on some games um that i have been wanting to catch up on i'll catch up on some reading i might want to you know catch up on or chores <laughs> that's the thing it's like one way or another it's it's stuff that i haven't gotten around to yeah um, Sleeping in late for sure. It's definitely pretty much an automatic. Sleeping in late and staying up late. 
and maybe not typical, but I do enjoy, you know, getting out there and going for a hike once in a while when I can. Yeah. Uh, 63 bucket list item that you accomplished. Um, I suppose going to Japan. Yeah. Ooh. It's definitely something. I mean, I would want to do more because I've really only been on work trips, but mm. still, just getting to be there at all is definitely a, a privilege. And the fact that I've been able to do that several times has been pretty cool. That is great. That's probably number one on my list. That's up there. Uh, 64 bucket list item you probably won't accomplish. Oh, interesting. Getting to the moon, maybe? <laughs> be pretty cool to get around on the moon, but I don't think that's happening. <laughs> uh, you, know, you, know, you never know. <laughs> uh, 65. Dubbed by previous guests, the realest question of the bunch. Oh, no. <laughs> Name of a friend you don't keep in contact with, but regret it. Um... Because, yeah, because it's funny because I just ran into a friend that I don't really keep in contact with over Christmas. And it's like, don't really regret it. And every time we see each other, it's like we haven't been apart. You know, we catch up, but, you know, it's just it's nobody's got any hard feelings or anything like that. It's just, oh, we see you when we see you. Yeah. Um, uh, but no, there's this uh, there's this guy um, that I hung out with uh, quite a bit. After I moved to LA, uh, uh, named Antonio, and kind of after I moved across town, you know, like I kind of lost lost touch with him a bit. You know, mm-hmm. um, it was like one of those things. Was like he was just like one of those guys in the neighborhood, you know, and and he actually um, like he knew one of my room like his his sister or his parents or somebody knew one of my roommates for some reason. And then they're like, they heard like, oh, Daniel's got a GameCube. Like, <laughs> so they had to come over and see the GameCube. But like, we kept in touch quite a bit over the years. And he would just come over and, you know, he'd show me games. I'd show him games. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, like I said, like after I moved out of that neighborhood, which I was in that neighborhood for like a good long time, like 15 something years or more. I don't know the exact number. Um, then yeah, it was it got it got harder to stay in touch, and then especially with with the pandemic, I haven't stayed in touch with anybody. So yeah, like that list could be pretty long, actually. Um, <laughs> in terms of like, who do I need to reconnect with now that things are back to normal? Yeah. Uh, sixty six. What's a game that makes you feel nostalgic? Mm, that's interesting because one of the tricks I have, and I get, I get. A little bit of a pet peeve with people when they talk about nostalgia i was like you only gave this game high score because of nostalgia or whatever and i'm like i'm in the industry i don't have time to get nostalgic <laughs> because we're always going back to these games yeah right so like i'm just sort of like constantly like familiar with most of those games um maybe like uh like bionic commando Ooh. Because it was like one of those things where like I I saw it in a magazine first and it looked so cool and I like read the novelization I think. Oh, okay. You got the. <laughs> it also lore. was like one of the yeah. first things I actually owned on the mm. NES, you know. Um, yeah. And 
not a particularly great game to go back to. The first part of that game is rough. Um, but then you blow up Hitler's head at the end. <laughs> I don't I don't know how that got past the censors that wouldn't even allow a cross in a game. But yeah. <laughs> big gory mess. Because no one could get past the first part of that game. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Sixty-seven. What game have you spent the most time playing? The most time. Yeah. I think it's it's got to be Animal Crossing. Ooh. Not, I would. Okay. I would probably put the GameCube Animal Crossing, most likely. Um. Which is interesting because I don't think it has a clock in that sense where it just tells you how many hours it's been. Like, I could probably go back and see, like, journal entries or whatever, like, letters that you got from date after date. But yeah. I don't think it tells you, like, an hour count on that game like the modern console does. I don't think um, it does. Maybe if you go to, like, the memory card settings, it'll show you when it was created or something. Loose like that. But even but then, it wouldn't tell you how long you've been. How many? No, yeah. 100%. But we, yeah, we played that game for for years, you know, um, and not just like me and my wife, but it like, you know, it was it was before, you know, online really, and so it's like we did the thing, you know, we're like take it over to a friend's house and like put the other memory card in and take the train to their town and all of that stuff and oh, yeah, trade uh, images and everything, yeah, yeah. Okay, with something else. Uh, also had virtual console before virtual console, which I yeah. love. They, they just included yeah, everyone's trying to get those ROMs. NES games. Yeah, uh, and then had the Game Boy connectivity, so we'd go out to the island. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that part. Do the Game Boy stuff. Oh, so good. Uh, Sixty-eight. What's something you built with your own hands? It's funny because I remember, I know there's, there's got to be something I've done. <laughs> but when I think about like what off the top of my head, I'm like, yeah, I've, like I've assembled stupid like tables and stuff, but it's not the same thing. Maybe some of those IKEA furnitures can give you a run for your money. They're, uh, <laughs> they're not exactly easy. Um, it's, it's hard because it's like the thing that's coming to my mind is like, I don't, it's hard for me to even describe it. It's just like an abstract art art thing. Mm. Uh, but I had a, I we used to have this thing every summer uh, with my church, where it was basically like an artist retreat kind of thing. Mm. Um, and one of the things that you would do um, would be they would have different sessions of like like there'd be art and music and songwriting and fictional writing like it would depend you know on, on whatever year it was who was going to be running these little workshops yeah um but like one of the things you were always like had you know, had to do <laughs> as a as part of the weekend is you had to like go into one of these workshops that was like not your art right so if you're like you're a painter it's like okay you need to go into the songwriting workshop or like if you're a songwriter like you need to you know go into like this like uh physical installation thing or learn hip-hop dance or whatever so yeah um so i have a friend um who's done some stuff in the movie industry or whatever and uh was showing like how to like basically make like these models like kit bashing kind of thing 
So like it just had like a whole bunch of stuff, uh, just little plastic toys and things from the dollar store. And then you like cut it up and glue it all together. And then you spray paint it. And then when you spray paint it, that gunmetal gray, all of a sudden it turns from this like weird pile of plastic stuff to like, oh, this actually looks like something cohesive now. You know? <laughs> and it's yeah. essentially how they made Star Wars or whatever, right? You know, with like, all the battleships and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or like they make a lot of weaponry, you know, like sci-fi guns and that sort of thing. Wow. Very cool. So you made a... I made a thing. A thing? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I guess it could be loosely classified as like a helmet, you know, <laughs> like this thing that would go on your head. And then these like little, you know, to me, they seem like electrical nodes on the sides or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they were like, I think they were like plastic ice cream cones originally that I'd cut the rings out of. That's good. Um, yeah. <laughs> but then there's also like an army man with like a a semi truck thing on his head. <laughs> and it's all on top of like what was like a the the helmet part of it was like the scoop of a shovel. And I just cut the handle off. Oh. Yeah, but it was like the perfect size to like fit right on your head. I like the idea of this class. This is kind of cool. This is <laughs> this is like the definition of taking lemons, making lemonade kind of thing. Uh, question sixty nine: best pickup line. Best pickup line, which implies that there is a best pickup line. <laughs> also, uh... right. Yeah, so I'm thinking. I was actually starting to think. It's like, is there an anti pickup line? Is that actually the best <laughs> pickup line? Yeah, it's like, be like, not gonna bother you anymore, but looking pretty good tonight. Have a good day. <laughs> and you exit the bar. <laughs> you just exit. <laughs> just yeah. appreciate the person. And don't <laughs> take up any more of their time. <laughs> and then great. see if they follow you. <laughs> yeah. Then, then it's worked. <laughs> uh, question 70. Have you ever had any good nicknames? Oh. <laughs> I mean, you get you get bloody and all of that stuff. And oh, yeah. The simple blood. I did uh, some of my early, like, online slash CP radio handles. Mm. <laughs> Whatever. What is, what is a Super Game Boy? that's good yeah there's people that called me skeletor but i don't think that was it was like i guess this is a nickname but i don't think that you're doing it to be nice so Mm. i don't know (laughs) i gotcha i gotcha 71 do you believe in love at first sight not particularly not particularly no. Yeah, I think yeah, I think there's there's intention that needs to be there. There, keep it going. Seventy two. What's a big turnoff of yours? This, this is so funny because I feel like there's people that are like in these spaces because like you're in like the dating game realm of these questions and like I'm just <laughs> not even like I have no thought <laughs> along these lines whatsoever these days. <laughs> You know, so like they have an instant answer to me like I, like my first thoughts like oh wait like i'm not even thinking about anything <laughs> along i'm thinking about other things um 
but I don't even know. I guess just like yelling at a dude behind the counter, you know, like if you're getting, yeah, I still will have a like very clear memory of like going to the bagel shop nearby and some dude just like losing it because his bagel is taking so long. And I'm like, dude, it's you, you just ordered after other people like <laughs> chill out. You'll get your bagel. This is how this works. Yeah. This is <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. No, I've I've been I worked at an Irish pub for five years, and I was oh, I was on the the other side of that. Uh, it was a handful of times, especially when someone's there on a date and they're just like berating the waiter. It's like, how how in your mind is this a positive thing <laughs> in any aspect? I just never understand it. Uh, seventy three. Do you consider yourself an artist? Yes definitive i like it <laughs> uh 74 what's something you tried to cook and failed oh i don't know because unfortunately right now i'm not i'm not doing a good job of like cooking <laughs> good good meals i'm just like a lot of just like you know quick whatever eat neat stuff and or if i do cook something it's kind of like my go-to yeah. Not a lot of things that I am like experimenting with the kitchen right now. <laughs> I don't know that I have anything specific in mind that I can think of right now. Hey, must be nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, like I'm sure, yeah. Like I'm sure that I've like, but I think of like I don't know. That, that's the thing is like I think nothing stands out because like I don't know that I've had anything like catastrophic, right? It's like like okay, well you know, pork chop was overdone or whatever, but. Yeah, maybe it's a little salty, it was a little that, but yeah, edible. <laughs> uh, 75 dubbed the Ben Hansen after the first guest of this here show. What's the greatest piece of art ever made? It's funny because when I when you say greatest, like I immediately go to buildings for whatever, like I'm thinking like Ooh. pyramids and uh. And the thing is, like, I don't even remember the right name of it, but like the dome, like the Roman dome or whatever. That's like it's just oh, uh, pan Pantheon, maybe maybe or... it's the Pantheon, yeah. Uh, but it's like it's just it just held up, just still there, you know. And it's like it, yeah. it's not nailed together or anything. It's just concrete, and it's just holding itself up through physics. <laughs> yeah, and it's gorgeous. <laughs> 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 you know, hard to argue that. That's uh, excellent points for it. If it is indeed the Pantheon, if if, <laughs> if my two art history classes uh, held up there. Um, 76. Have you ever had something happen to you that you would consider paranormal? Hmm. I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. All right. I don't think so. 77. Would you ever use a Ouija board? No. No, no, no. Do not want that. <laughs> Asking for trouble. Telling you. Uh, 78. Simply. Why? Simply why? Just why. Why? Because <laughs> you had a good reason, I guess. <laughs> mm. very good. Very good. Uh, 79. If given the chance, when would you time travel to? 
Yeah, it's funny because it's like I've seen enough time travel stuff to where it's like, I don't know if this is a great idea. <laughs> it almost never just ends well, you know? Right. <laughs> Very rarely. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like at least time travel in a field escape pod of some kind. <laughs> and then, yeah, I would go see the dinosaurs. Yeah, pretty, pretty easily would like to actually see them and document them and, you know, be a little fly in the sky or whatever. But yeah. uh, take one of those like Pokemon Snap vehicles, but just right. dinosaur times, take a bunch of photos and then warp right back. <laughs> That's ideal scenario right there. Uh, question 80. Have you ever made a sudden dramatic change to your lifestyle and stuck to it? I don't think I've got it. I don't think I've got one. That's fair. Uh, 81. What game show, past or present, would you love to be a contestant on? I want to say like Wheel of Fortune. Because it's not too crazy. Like Jeopardy is like you got to know a lot of stuff, you know. It's hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. Although price is right, it, price is right. Anything where you're spinning a wheel, I guess <laughs> you spin those wheels. The price is white wheel. I think the price is right wheel. I like a little better than the wheel of fortune. Yeah, mm. yank it down. You're just going through the first game, like yeah, yeah, yeah sure, whatever. What about that wheel over there? Can I? Can we skip ahead? <laughs> <laughs> Eighty-two. What's a quote that you love? This is a funny one because I'm not a particularly go around quoting things kind of guy. Mm. Like I definitely like, there will definitely be things that will resonate with me and that I enjoy. Uh, and I've also been like never great at memorizing. Like even if I had memorized something, I will, I, I'm not, I'm not reciting something that we memorized in like 10th grade. It's, it's not happening. I don't know. It's out, <laughs> it's out of my head. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, oh, get bonus. Sure. Get bonus. <laughs> yeah, judge, punishment. Judges are gonna allow it. I like it. I like get it. Bonus. Get bonus. <laughs> or shine, shine. Get was one too. Oh, from, uh, from Sunshine. Yeah, the Japanese version of Sunshine in particular. Ooh. Because well, in, in the U.S., they just put shine. Um. Oh, that, because yeah, shine yeah. get did like it's like weird like bad English, you know. Oh well, now I gotta look up what the sound effect is for that in the Japanese. We, well, it was Shine Get didn't have a sound effect; it was just on screen. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. But uh, but yeah, we had all uh at at Nintendo World Report when Super Mario Sunshine came out uh in Japan, um, Billy imported copies for everybody, and we oh, like wow. divided and conquered that game. I think we did like. Three or four people did separate reviews. Holy <laughs> cow. Uh, I wrote the blue coin guide for it or whatever. Um, there was no joke in that game, yeah. <laughs> um, I have, like, the whatever, this the, the Switch limited time edition. But for decades, I had never, like, really played that game in English. Like, all, all of my memories of that game are from the Japanese version. That's hilarious. Wow. Uh, 83. What's the best shirt that you own? 
I have still, and I do pull it out now and then. I have a a T-shirt that was a uh, pre-order bonus for offering of time. Oh, black with the gold link on it. Not bad. One of the GameStop or Funko Land ones, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was before GameStop had taken over whoever it was. Uh, it wasn't Funko Land, but it was the other one. <laughs> Electronic Boutique? Or, or yeah, something. EB Games, yep. EB, yeah. Uh, 84, would you change your middle name? No. Hmm, okay. My middle name's Ray, by the way. Ooh. Daniel Ray Bloodworth. Not bad, not bad. Uh, 85, what's a good impression you can do? Good? I don't know about good. <laughs> Decent enough for the show, I suppose, is the question. <laughs> wow, Luigi, I'm a number one. Not bad. That's not <laughs> bad. That's definitely making the impression super cut. <laughs> of every guest on here. Uh, 86. Is there a tattoo you wanted to get, but are glad you didn't get? Oh. I don't know if I ever got deep enough to say, like, I really wanted to get any. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was always one of those things where we kind of, like, think about it for a little bit. It's like, oh, this would be cool. That'd be cool. And then it'd be like, like, I don't even think I would, like, last an hour and he's like nah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's like what it's like every once in a while like that, that goes across my like uh because isla and gabby just got tattoos recently and oh. so i was like thinking, oh, yeah, maybe what, what would i get if i got something but i'm like no nah, i don't want to do that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the thing that i i tend to to go to would be something that's like uh uh sort of more text-based like having like a sort of like an inscription and in like uh Tolkien's Elvish or um uh, Anglo Saxon runes or something along those lines. That'd be pretty good. Uh eighty seven. How would you describe your sixteen year old self? Uh, yeah, sixteen, I was all over the place. Um very, very into to music at that time. But again, like the all the weird little underground bands that nobody else knew, and so I was always trying to get people to listen to my my bands, <laughs> um, and like writing like just lyrics and logos and stuff all over my folders. Um, was very much into, um, into school, you know, and and like I was in it like advanced, um courses and all of that Ooh. kind of thing um was very you know intent on going to college which was the, the interesting irony that i ended up not actually going in the end uh, or at least completing college um and uh but yeah it, but it was like i was so multifaceted in ways that like i just I guess that's a result of school. <laughs> I don't know because it was just like, like okay, I was yeah. I was into music. I was uh, volunteering at the radio station at the time. 
I was heavily invested in uh, art in school. So I was doing lots of art stuff. Um, and uh, um, so maybe a little bit after I was 16, but I was also in like the first like computer graphics class, you mm-hmm. know, um, that we had in the school. Um, hated math. <laughs> I was good enough to be in the advanced math courses, but not good enough to really excel in them. So it was just like I was in the advanced courses, but always felt like I was behind. Um, and then I was, yeah, where I was living was out in the woods. And so I had a giant yard and lots of plants and orange trees and a pond and an alligator and a bobcat. And all that stuff, you know, raccoons and possums coming up to the back glass door at night, eating the leftovers. And, and yeah, there's just like all kinds of like, just you know, it's like, but at the same time, like super into video games and have friends cover and play video games um, uh, nearly constantly. <laughs> Very interesting. Very yeah. interesting uh 88 what's the worst injury you ever had uh i've lucked out pretty well i think i cracked my arm at one point like falling off a bike when i was like 10 or so um i uh i hurt myself with uh just real dumb dumb kid stuff because it's like i was at summer camp and i was on uh we were walking back from like the camp director's house because he like lived right next to the camp um and so it was like a long like just winding road back to the cabins and like but one of the other kids they they had a car and but it was like it was full it's like oh i'll just i'll just ride on the hood um a perfect idea <laughs> uh-huh. and be, well i because i figured that like well, yeah well we're just on this little road we're not going to be going that fast but like no, she actually started going fast, and then somebody in the car was like, "Stop! I want to get out here." And of course, the car stopped, and I didn't oh. stop. Oh! <laughs> and so I like had broken a toe and like scraped myself up, and like nothing where I even needed to go to the emergency room because we just had like a camp nurse. But it was mm. just like one of the stupidest things. <laughs> like I'm injured <laughs> over this, right? Um. But yeah, nothing else like really like I remember like one time I had like got a scratched cornea, like just being up in the mountains on like one of those retreats. And like, I don't know, the wind picked up and then like I had to go to the emergency room because some dirt flew in my face and that was it. You know, it was like just the most random thing that you could imagine. Yeah. Cost so much money. (laughs) Get tests to look at my eyes and everything. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, 89. What's a habit of yours you want to break? A habit I want to break. Riding on roofs of cars. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I mean, this is like a, a terminally online habit, but just, uh, yeah, like I will just, I will keep refreshing things mm. when they've already seen them, you know? Like, yeah. oh, is there another comment? Is there another comment? Is there, you know, I, I, no, I'm done. I, you know, I could go six hours, not look at this page again, and there'll be probably two more comments. But for some reason, I'm still looking at the page, you know. 
So no, I totally get that. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, question brain 90. loop. I call it my brain loop. Ooh, that's a good term for that. Because I'm not actually doing anything, but my brain sort of thinks it's doing something, you know. Oh yeah. Question ninety on the home stretch here. Have you ever lied on your resume? No, I don't even understand that. <laughs> 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 but I also haven't had that many times that I've had to go out and get jobs either. So it's. 91. Have you ever punched someone in the face? Certainly. Um, oh, when I was a kid, of course, but uh, well, not necessarily, of course. <laughs> not plenty of people have punched people in the face as adults. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, yeah, definitely. With getting fights with other kids in the neighborhood or whatever. Oh, yeah. Even your, you know, your best friends, that's, you know. You're going to get in a fist fight at some point. 92. Would you ever go to a nude beach? It's interesting. The particular wording is interesting because I have been to a nude beach. I've not been nude on that nude beach. Though. Ah. <laughs> we're just like, well, we're, just, we're here. Okay. An important aspect. was not there. aware that this was going to be a nude beach. <laughs> Someone left out that key word. I just <laughs> thought it was a beach. Uh, 93, somehow not the realest question. When was the last time you cried? Oh, hmm. This would be a bit personal and not sure that everyone would understand it. But anyways, uh, but, uh, like I just went back, uh, uh, just went back to church for like the first time in like two years since all the pandemic stuff happened. And just yeah, yeah, just being there and seeing people again and all of that uh, after being away for so long. No, that that makes total sense. Uh, ninety four. What's something you've done and will probably never do again? I doubt that I'll ever go on like a tour with a band again. Mm. Like, not impossible. But I just not super likely either. <laughs> but not really. Uh, yeah, I'm not really in any of those circles at the moment, and it's yeah. It it obviously like takes over. You know, that's your life for that month or however long the tour is. And yeah. So it'd be like you know, I would I'd have to be in a completely different place in terms of work and everything. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's totally fair. Uh, 95 best compliment you ever received. Oh, wow. I don't know if I could be specific, but just one of the, the things that floors me in this line of work is just the number of times uh, that people will write these heartfelt letters and tell you about how the podcast or whatever got them through some hard time in their life. And I, I just, I can't even fathom it. Like I'm, I, you know, it's like, I'm trying my best to, you know, to be real and be authentic and have a good time or whatever. But, yeah. um, the depth, uh, that, that connects with people sometimes, um, is 
is mind blowing. Yeah, I love that. Uh, 96. Tell me a joke. Who <laughs> <laughs> put this at the end? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh boy. I mean, I, yeah, that's the, the, the stupidest thing is in my head right now. It's like, hey, um, uh, check out what's under there. Uh, underwear. <laughs> Got me. Got me. <laughs> <laughs> Fell right to the trap. <laughs> <laughs> that's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, 97. 97 used to be a question that I came up with that just wasn't all that good. I took it and I uh, threw it in the recycling bin and I replaced it with the listener question of the week. And if any of our wonderful listeners have a question they want to see used on a future episode, it's 99, of course, the number 99, questionspod at gmail.com or 99questionspod on Twitter. And we have our question here. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. RRL187. Thank you, RRL. Uh, best video game music, or if that's too vague, best old school and best new school video game music. Hmm. Thank you, RLL. I like this question because I know this falls under a little bit of your your niche here. Right. No, I'm. I yeah. Well, along with like, yeah, along with point blank questions, but I'm. Not good at picking favorites, so I just kind of pick something out of a hat and <laughs> I just said, This is what it'll be this time, or whatever. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll today I'll go with that Chrono Cross soundtrack. Ooh, that main that... theme in particular is just phenomenal. So good, holds up game and soundtrack so yeah. well. Excellent. Uh, any any new school uh, as as he words it uh, or as they word it uh, options? Um, yeah, I mean, right now I'd say like anything from uh, well, maybe not anything because I haven't like exhaustively listened to her catalog. But Lena Rain, uh, her stuff has been pretty cool. Um, mm. Celeste and uh, Chicory in particular. Oh right, right, right. Yes. Uh, really, really great music. Great choices. Great choices all around. And thank you, RLL187, for the question. Uh, we got 98. What made you want to be who you are today? <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, that's honestly just like, that's the, that's the faith journey for me. Because I just, I felt like. God was calling me out to Los Angeles to make an impact in the arts and with other artists. And it wasn't even about me. It was just about supporting other artists. And uh, yeah. uh, my mom was able to pay for a bus ticket. I had a friend of a friend that let me, that was going to pick me up at the bus station, let me stay on their couch. And eventually, um, I connected with somebody that like showed me how to get a job, <laughs> went to a temp agency, figured out how to ride the buses in LA and all of that. And, you know, and then eventually, you know, one thing leads to another and wow. yeah. And like volunteering and helping people with short films at my church 
one of them worked at G4 and was like, hey, do you want a job? And then that basically was my jump from doing the stuff after work to like actually getting paid for it. Wow. Incredible. But leads us right here to the top of the mountain. The titular question, if you will. Question 99. What do you want to be remembered for? Remembered for? Yeah, it's it's hard. It's like I would I would want to be remembered for being good and kind to people and all of that and fair and hopefully <laughs> hopefully some of that comes across. <laughs> yeah. I I think that is a more than worthy uh thing to be remembered for. Uh and uh, something that we should all achieve uh, for. Um but I'm plumb out of question. We, we we've reached them all like legally i can't ask uh, ask any more <laughs> uh this has been uh such a treat uh sincerely thank you so much for being on uh this has been incredible um is there anything you want to plug promote waft into the ears of our uh wonderful listeners here anything at all uh the floor is exclusively yours yeah, just just our our own channel. If you're not familiar with Easy Allies, um, uh, we 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 cover video games in a variety of ways. Uh, we're independent, as said before. We we're formerly of uh, game trailers and all that, but uh, started doing our own thing after that got shut down. And uh, you know, I I kind of manage the editorial side of things. We do reviews. We do our podcasts. We do impressions. We check out stuff in the works but then uh we also play battleship we also have pog <laughs> tournaments you know we have uh don don is like trying to beat his times on wave race every wednesday you know there's so uh we have a game coach or not a game we have a show called trash babies we just quickly check out very bad games <laughs> and see whether uh they hold up or not uh so there's a lot of a lot of different angles to it a lot of fun times but yeah youtube.com slash easy allies or twitch.tv slash easy allies whether you're into more produced stuff or streams that stuff is all there ladies and gentlemen the amazing daniel bloodworth uh one of the best doing it out there please 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 check out his writings check out easy allies if you haven't been following him you're missing out i assure you but it's last call time red lights on let's figure out what we learned to you today we learned that mystery is a key to life whether it's the mystery of a job in california a mystery of showing up to the wrong job site or a mystery of whatever he ate in south africa still worth it we learned that Thundercats versus He-Man is one of the greater debates of our day. And just like having a collection of animal cards, you should still be passionate about it as an adult. We learned that Punky Brewster is still just as amazing as she was in 1984. We learned the recipe to the ultimate Death Stranding cosplay. And we learned that any game show where you spin a wheel is the game show you want to play. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to do a lot of research into Seaman 2. I'll see you in two weeks before our next Blood Moon Rises and the next episode comes out. Till then, thank you and good night.